This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Gohan from Dragon Ball Super, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Excuse me, Gohan, this is more of a narrator type thing. Uh, okay. Just do it more like a, next time on Talk Time Live. Uh, next time on Talk Time Live. Don't quit your day job, Gohan. It's time. Talk time. Let's go. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. Time. Anime, live. comics, movies, and games to come on and let's get it. Talk time live. Started in the 80s with Matt Cross. Dudes in the hood might have called that soft, but I carried that cross like Jesus did. Fast forward, I teach the kids to learn how to let go, live life, and show love to all things that don't matter where y'all from. And luckily, there's a show called Talk Time. We've been waiting for this for a long time. Dax kicks the facts on all the geek news, special guests, and unbiased reviews. Suburban kids, the hipster street dudes, all can learn something new me too i heard words with no faith is empty i stayed the course though my haters tempt me beep the podcast that'll make them envy it ain't too trendy it's acmg anime comics movies and games to come on and let's get it talk time anime comics movies and games to come on and let's get it talk time anime comics movies and games to come on and let's get it talk time anime comics movies and games to come on and let's get it talk time live Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the journal of my life that covers all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the Prime Show. I am your host, Xavier Josiah. I hope everybody's having a great morning. It's beautiful out here in Philly right now. It's going to be 60 degrees today, 65 to be exact. Um, enjoy it while it lasts because, you know, this is the time of the year where it can get nice and then it can get real nasty after a while. So when you see a sunny, beautiful morning like this, you jump on it. And I did that before I even started this show. I'm fully energized, mostly because I went to Starbucks and, you know, got a um, caramel uh, ribbon. What was it? Caramel ribbon crunch. And uh, yeah, I'm loaded right now. So <laughs> I got more than enough energy. and I'm going to need it because later on this evening into the morning, I'm going to be joining uh, my tag team partner, Boris Roberto Aguilar, as we will be hosting the live feed of the AEW Revolution pay-per-view after party. And we're going to give our thoughts on the pay-per-view tonight, immediately after the pay-per-view. So uh, if you're a wrestling fan, stay tuned for that. Jump on uh, Facebook, jump on to Twitter, go to Sunday Night's Main Events uh, official uh, page there on Twitter, I believe, in your Facebook group. And uh, check us out. We're going to we're gonna have a lot of fun tonight. Uh, definitely going to need it. <laughs> And uh, shout out, you know, speaking of Starbucks, shout out to all the baristas who fought that company because they uh, they've been going through it. They've been fighting for their work for quite some time. And it looks like they won that battle. And, uh, you know, 
I'm saying this because like all companies, we talked about the recent situation on select start with the video game companies getting laid off and stuff like that. And you know, it's really rough. It's really rough. It's like I worked retail for years and I worked, um, corporate for even more years and it's a, all of it. It's rough. And all, it's only rough because these companies, these, these CEOs and these companies make it tough. They just, they, while they're collecting money, they don't understand their employees and what, and, and the hard work that they go through, you know, all those Amazon workers, all those Starbucks workers, all those, you know what I'm saying? All those video game developers, all those engineers, all those testers, all, you know, people work their asses off and you know, you don't get appreciated. You don't get compensated even more. Um, so shout out to them cause they won their battle and now they're going to, I believe from what I understand, they're going to unionize and, um, make sure that they're fairly compensated on all aspects. So shout out to them. And that's the reason why I am drinking a caramel ribbon crunch in honor of them. Cause I haven't, since I found out about that, I'm not going back to Starbucks since. Cause I'm like, dude, I used to work for people like this. I don't want to support this. <laughs> so, um, looks like they won and I just celebrated with that right there, but I digress people. We got some news to talk about in the world of our favorite fandoms with our talk topic today, looking at the streaming networks, the state of them right now. Um, I haven't looked at these in a while, but we got a bunch of them that are out now and I want to talk about which one of them I think is worth your money. The ones that I'm fully enjoying to the ones I'm like, you know, there is the ones that are going to be fully enjoyable to watch on a cost on a consistent basis. Um, to the ones that you should just like, all right, I'm gonna just get a month subscription to this and then just bail out to the ones that's like, it's not even just worth it. And then there's some free ones you may want to check out as well. So, you know, we're going to talk about which is worth your watching your money on this episode, especially because there's really nothing to review right now in terms of movies. I believe March is going to fill that for me. So, you know, stay tuned for a lot more movie reviews and stuff like that coming you know, very soon. Also, uh, I, hopefully this week we will have a new talk time live exclusive. We are definitely supposed to have a talk time live exclusive, uh, exclusive with the people behind game heads. Um, I believe Damon Packwood, uh, which I spoke with, um, over email, we're setting up for them to come on a show. And the reason why I wanted them to come on the show is because their organization is, is just absolutely awesome. And we need to be more aware of this because their their objective, their mission is to provide more opportunities and teach kids of color and minorities how to develop their own games and how to become a game designer and how to get into the industry. And we need a lot more. How many times have I talked about this on not only this show, but our video game podcast that we don't see enough of it. Even if it is out there, we don't see any that much representation. Now, Xbox is now starting to do it. There's um, their new CEO uh, or president is a black woman. Rocksteady, I just talked about that. They are they have a really good diverse staff right now, and we want to see more. I, you know, by the time the next state of play has come out, and you know, the summer of uh, gaming that Jeff Keighley does, whatever the hell that's called, and you know, more Nintendo direct stuff. Like we need to see more people like us on these platforms. Cause all we see is, you know, white people <laughs> no offense, but what we, all we see is white people representing these, these, uh, these showcases and all this stuff. And it's like, you know, is there, are there any people of color behind the scenes? You know what I'm saying? So 
check out. I'm really digging what Game Heads is doing. Not only that, they're teaming up uh, with Insomniac, among other companies. But in particular, they're teaming up with um, Insomniac Games because uh, to uh, promote their latest update for Spider-Man 2, which is coming uh, in about a few days. And they're going to have uh, different costumes that are designed by some of the artists that is involved with game heads and the proceeds for that will go to game heads. So I'm going to have them on the show to talk about that and you know, how that came about and you know, the, the inspiration for their designs of that particular suits of miles and Peter. So I'm looking forward to uh, getting them on this. They, they want to come on next week and we haven't nailed the actual day, but it should be next week sometime next week. So I'm hoping to get them on air sooner, but later. So stay tuned for that and much, much more. Also, I mentioned my tag team partner, Boris. You can always check us out on Sunday night's main events, uh, extended podcast, which is all elite geekly. It's our show where we talk about ACMG related uh, subjects as well as our review of AEW dynamite for that week. So stay tuned for that and check out Sunday night's main event, which is on TSN radio 690 and news talk 610 every Sunday at 11. So stay tuned for that and much, much more folks. Let's get into some news because we got a lot to talk about. So let's not waste any time. Let's find out what's new in the world of ACMG. And now it's time to find out what's new in the world of ACMG. So if you haven't been to McDonald's in a while and you are an anime fan, this may be the time that you want to check it out all through March. McDonald's celebrates anime week. They are doing so by providing a specially designed brand to celebrate Isekai anime. They created what Donald's if I'm pronouncing that correctly is with a W not with an M. So it's what Donald's which is a Esekai anime fast food restaurant. And for those who don't know what Esekai anime is, uh, I'm still new to that particular sub genre, but it's, you know, I can name one particular anime that I know for sure. Um, that time I got reincarnated as a slime, I believe is, a, is considered an Esekai anime when, you know, people ended end up in a different land and universe and they end up fighting in a different world and stuff like that. That's pretty much what Esekai pretty much is. Um, the game Forbidden or for or Forsaken or Forspoken actually uh, is kind of based around that Esekai style, you know, anime and gameplay and all that stuff. So they're, they're coming up with this, this new brand to celebrate this, you know, genre of ours, this multimedia, well, I'm sorry, multi-billion not media, this multi-billion dollar industry uh, and continuing the popularity of it by creating in a whole entire theme at McDonald's. So when you order certain foods, uh, you know, any sodas and all that, the design of the cups, the design of the, you know, the sandwich packages will all have McDonald's on air and, you know, different anime themes situation. I believe one of them had a logo that resembled my hero academia from what I saw. Um, shout out to Jenna Marie from the ACMG Facebook group. Cause she posted a picture of what the packaging looks like the package design looks like, and it looks awesome. It looks awesome. I love this. I love the continuation of, um, the popularity of anime 
because trust me when I tell you, I wish I still had the audio uh, for this, but I got a lot of the audio I got rid of from, you know, way back. Um, but that one was a particular one because the, you know I, I'll mention this for a reason, but I'll continue on. <laughs> Their app will also include a weekly anime and manga episode. Um, this is all this campaign will go through the entire month or majority of the month of uh, March all the way up until March 24th. Uh, so if you get a chance, go there and check it out and enjoy. Uh, I thought it, I think it's pretty cool. I'm really, really cool to just celebrating that. Um, I'm mad. The only reason why I'm mad because I used to have a McDonald's that was that was like literally up the street from me right near the movie theater where I used to go. So how convenient that was. And it was there for decades. And all of a sudden they close it down. Uh, University of Penn is, I think, opening up another dorm in that section or something is being opened up and owned by uh, University of Penn up there. So, oh man. Um, yeah, I, I'm mad because I like, I, I mean, I could still order Grubhub or Uber Eats or whatever like that. I mean, it's not the end of the world, but I used to love just happening to walk in a be a walking distance, almost like a mile away. Nice little walk like I did this morning up there. Um, so it is what it is. But, you know, if you get a chance, you know, whether you are near one, you can walk to drive to or Uber Eats for or Grubhub, you could get it today. So jump on it and, uh, you know, celebrate anime again. Not only does McDonald's uh, you know, not only is McDonald's representing, you know, anime also Reese's peanut butter cup cereal, uh, apparently or Reese's peanut butter cereal, I should say, um, I just got a box of this and lo and behold, I, I'm being honest to me. I did not knew they were doing this. I get a box cause I love my, my wife and I love that cereal. We, we still, we still, we just, we love Every once in a while, we like to we we still like to get the, the fun stuff. Every once in a while, um, and you can tell we don't have no kids, but <laughs> but um, nonetheless, we every once in a while we we like to have fun eating, so we get fun stuff. Um, no and behold, unbeknownst to us, I did not know that they were doing a campaign celebrating Dragon Ball Z. Yes, in fact, if you just happen to look into this, you'll find a Reese's peanut butter cereal with Goku and Vegeta on the box. Again, folks, the popularity of anime continues. And this is crazy because, you know, if you've been listening to this show dating way back to when I had co-hosts, we did an episode where I started picking up on the on on the signs that anime is getting becoming more popular. We're starting to see him a more in the zeitgeist of pop culture. Um, you know, when I watched TMZ, there were, you know, people there was wearing Sailor Moon sweaters and all that stuff. You know, and TMZ is a highly, highly watched platform, uh, especially with the young demographic. I started seeing these signs. The Olympics at the time, I believe, was, uh, you know, this was going into uh, this announcement was going into 2020. And they said that they were going to do an anime themed Olympics. Goku, Sailor Moon, uh, Tetsuya Adam, you know, all that before the pandemic came and screwed that entire thing up. 
it was going to be all anime because it was supposed to be in Tokyo and all the stuff. And then the pandemic came and that just they dropped that entire theme because nobody was going to be there to do it. I, it, I, I'm still pissed off because I would have loved to have seen it. But that was the original theme that they was going to be. And then, you know, for that to be in the, the Olympic theme and all the stuff, that's saying a, a lot. We also saw uh, Goku make it on a Macy's um, parade. That's huge absolutely freaking uh, freaking huge and it continued with luffy even though that luffy the luffy situation was a was an unfortunate uh unfortunate mishap a a malfunction if you will and um oh man that you couldn't have had a more funnier situation with that one especially because it was luffy and his whole thing deflated and he's made a rubber his character's made a rubber anyway because of the gum gum fruit <laughs> but it's just it plays into that really well nonetheless they managed to become a multi-billion dollar industry. And when I did this episode back then, before they, before Funimation was uh, purchased by Sony, before Funimation bought Crunchyroll and absorbed them, I had the discussion with the round table of panel of people that used to be my co-host and they would, they were like, you know, I, I, you know, we talked about like, do they believe that this is becoming mainstream? I don't know for what reason they, they none of them agreed that this was going to happen. None of them. And I wish we had the audio for that because I always go back to them. Like, I don't know why y'all thought that this wasn't going to happen, but it look at it now, look at it now, look at the state of it as it is now from from back then when we did that episode which is i believe might have been 2018 maybe and it's 2024 and it's like anime is just everywhere not only that but now they're making live action adaptations of anime you know uh shows that were popular yu yu haka show one piece um you know you it, like there's bleach uh full metal like they it, it's gotten so mainstream it ain't funny you know um so every time I see an, a, you know, a, a milestone done by anime, I always think back of that because I don't know. I, I want to say, I don't know why they did that or thought that, but it just is like, how do you not see this happening? I'm seeing like these signs. You don't being on a, being a theme for the Olympics is no small feat. Getting a float on a Macy's plate. Um, 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 damn it. The damn. Maybe it's the Frappuccino that I had <laughs> mixing my words, but getting a float at the Macy's parade is no small feat. Um, getting this McDonald's campaign is no small feat. You know, these things are huge. Um, and, and milestone it, for a company to want to invest in that. And again, Sony, Sony also investing in it as well. And then on top of that, you also have all these streaming networks, which we'll talk about in our talk topic. All these streaming networks have invested a good portion of money into establishing an, a library of original anime series. Amazon video has done it. Netflix has done it hugely. I think Netflix may have done it more than any, any of the streaming apps right now. Um, you know, Disney a little bit. You know, but you know, it's it's a big deal. Like Disney had, uh, you know, Lucas Films do an entire Star Wars special 
in anime. You know what I'm saying? Warner Brothers also invests in anime. Like so many people do it now because one, anime really helped. It, it really helped evolutionize animation itself. Because you guys remember, for those of you who, you know, grew up who were teens in the 90s, and we started seeing, like, if you grew up in the 80s watching G.I. Joe and Transformers and, you know, uh, Thundercats, uh, Mask, all that, what you saw, Spider-Man and his, and his amazing friends, what you saw was some really good, you know, drawn animation back then, some quality animation. Tom and Jerry, even dating back to that, it was some, there was some beautifully drawn and animated shows. Disney in its, in its heyday, like nothing was topping Disney in the way that they drew, which is why I still don't understand why they don't occasionally go back to hand-drawn animation because I still think that they were ahead of the game. Like Walt Disney, to all his credit, knew how to make quality animation. And they just evolved into like 3D animation, which the 3D animation has come a very long way. Don't don't mind, don't, don't get me twisted. Don't get it twisted, but like, their animation was just spectacular. Go back and watch Fantasia. Go back and, um, you know, watch some of the classics, the Snow Whites. Like, they still hold up to this day. But there was a time in the 90s where, like, the budget just got too big for quality animation and they just decided uh, to, you know, dumb it down. I think they got, I, I, I always often believe that they got inspired by Ren and Stimpy. And then furthermore, by the success of, um, of Beavis uh, and Butthead. Now, Ren and Stimpy was still like probably the, it was still great animation, but they, I think in terms of just how the things that they were able to do on that show inspired people to think that, oh, they could get away with doing that. We can do it too. But when Beavis and Butthead came out and it was the grunge period and, you know, it was really cheaply drawn animation. As much as we love Beavis and Butthead, it was very cheaply drawn. Um, and it was, it became one of the most popular shows ever. And what happened whenever something becomes extremely popular and then he found out that it was also cheaply done, um, you know, people pick up on it and they start wanting to do their own. And then we started to see a decline in, in the quality of animation. Um, say what you will about the X-Men 97 series. I loved the writing and the story of that deal, but when, we wanted a Jim Lee, you know, anime, you know, uh, a, a, a cartoon that really did look like Jim Lee's art, like, and it didn't like you would have to, in order for us to really make Jim Lee at a Jim Lee X-Men cartoon, it had to be anime. So, and in fact, they do have a X-Men anime and yeah, it does kind of live up to that, to that, um, to that look too. I think by that point, if you guys remember the tape trading era came in, you know, you know, before there were elaborate big comic book conventions, you would go to a, a old school comic book convention where you would see somebody, you know, who would tape imported shows and all that stuff. And we would see those anime and we were discovering anime for the first time. And some of it, we were figuring out like, wait, that looks like battle of the planets. That looks like star blazers. That looks like Voltron. Oh, this is. I, we did. We thought this was cartoons made from here. No, in fact, they were cartoons made from Japan. And not only that, they were better looking. They animated even better. Um, and people started migrating to Japan or, or um, for their animated shows or what was known at, at one point, Japanimation. 
which then the term anime was adopted even further and we got rid of the japanimation term um it was it was uh it was it was a thing and then like i think it was warner brothers who really looked at anime and was started getting influenced by them and started trying to create and grasp that quality and we saw that in batman animated series we then seen it in superman um the animated series from there and then it moved on to justice league and justice league unlimited and warner brothers really started jump getting on the idea of we need to make better animated shows and they have so they became the forefront of american animated you know shows and then other started following suit because they started realizing that people are loving anime people love that anime quality um the attention to detail the, the you know the the flow of the animation in the frames and we're now everything's you know assimilated now into it now so um yeah man anime is a big deal will remain a big deal and it's probably even going to get bigger from this point on like once somebody figures out how to make a dragon ball live adaptation movie or series it's done <laughs> i think that's what everybody's probably going to be waiting for now also we got naruto coming too that film is coming which is uh said to be you know directed by uh the director from shang uh shang chi we talked about this last week so again anime is getting bigger when it's making to that it's getting to that point of making live adaptations and people want to invest in that you know that's the whole thing now i dare the martin scorsese's of the of the bunch to really make a big deal out of this i dare him <laughs> you know it, it, we'll see how that goes but for, we're seeing the growth we're seeing and and basically off of the success of what comic books have done too so kudos to them and uh you know anime forever what can we say <laughs> all right moving on to some other news tom hardy revealed a photo recently from the set of venom 3 there is going to be a venom 3 folks so get ready uh that's going to be interesting now if i remember i watched venom 2 recently yeah there is another guy that there that's about to come so they're you know playing off of that not only are they playing off of that but that photo revealed signs of its connection to spider to spider-man no way home if you guys remember during spider-man no way home we got a chance to see well that and what was it um was it the end of um was it the end of venom that, that came up or something came up where we saw tom hardy uh, or, or eddie brock and venom in there but definitely we did see them at the end of uh spider-man no way home and as they were transported to a whole another universe or whatever like that and they ended up back uh this picture has tom hardy shown on a set wearing the same outfit he wore when he was uh in the post credits uh scenes as eddie brock and venom were transported back to their universe at least or a universe we don't know so safe to say that all of it is still connecting and the sony universe is still connecting you guys remember too at the end of morpheus or mobius uh we also seen the vulture that was from the spider-man timeline so they are slowly mixing it it's just sony is going about it almost in the same fashion as dc films used to be not dc studios dc studios is james gunn's you know um new brand of dc stuff dc films is what um the old stuff was is what we saw from the snyderverse and everything so sony the sony spider-verse 
is really not doing as well and is playing off very much like the same formula that we saw from DC films. It's not connecting properly. They're inconsistent. Um, it just doesn't have the quality that Marvel Studios is doing right now. We saw what happened with Madam Web. Um, you heard my review with Madam Web and uh, why that is just didn't work. A lot of it was Dakota, you know, Johnson for the most part, but still it didn't help anything with this deal. And we still haven't seen, we still haven't seen the Craven movie, which I could have sworn it was supposed to be out this year. And it was, there was a trailer and then all of a sudden we don't see a trailer for this anymore. Um, I don't know what's going on with this company, but Venom is possibly, the Venom series has possibly been one of their most successful movies out of all of them. Which to me is still sad. It's because, you know, while I now accept the fact that this is a whole nother universe with a whole different type of uh, Eddie Brock in Venom, it's still not the Eddie Brock and Venom I would prefer to see, but it is what it is. Um, I just like the idea that I can believe that in another Marvel universe, there is an actual Eddie Brock in Venom that is actually out to get Peter Parker and try to kill this dude. You know, the Eddie Brock that I grew up with, you know, not this buddy cop version of it. I do, I, I now, I can, I, I, I'm good with the, this version of Eddie Brock. And I just always say like, I wish Tom Hardy was in the Sam Raimi movie as that Eddie Brock. Cause I thought, you know, him as Eddie Brock, I think is great. Um, I just wish he was around during that time. And unfortunately he wasn't, he would have been Topher Gracie at the time. Eddie, who knows? Tom Hardy was, was definitely probably still acting and doing commercials or whatever during the time. But um, Topher Gracie was one of the most popular, you know, stars at the time because of that 70s show and whatnot. Um, so I just, I just never understood the casting of that. I love Topher Gracie. He's a funny dude. He's a great actor, but he's no Eddie Brock. Tom Hardy is Eddie Brock. He's just in the wrong Venom movie, in my opinion. Um, it's like the right look for Venom in Eddie Brock, the wrong placement and format, you know? But looks like we're gonna get some more uh, connections to the Spider-Verse and, and the MCU as well. So we'll see how this goes. And hopefully sooner or later, we'll figure out when Spider-Man is coming and who the hell Spider-Man is going to be in this sony verse because that still hasn't been revealed yet either so um we'll we'll see we'll see it definitely so all right we got to talk about the willy wonka fire fest situation and i'm calling it the willy wonka fire fest this this is just unreal folks why are we still making mistakes in this society we are still making the same mistakes in this society and one i don't blame the families too much, but I don't know. I, I kind of do. Cause you did, you got this festival that was promoted using AI, like the website and the promotion was AI generated the entire thing. This is the part that I'm afraid of about AI, especially as a designer is because you got AI doing all this and they're doing all the work that people like me normally do and to me that is scary like when you, it it could be a tool or a weapon 
as as people are saying now um and I, that is absolutely true if you use it as a tool and use it ethically it can definitely help with things that you that that you were looking to do but not fully do the work for you but if you also use it unethically you do stuff like this and they created this festival they, this makeshift festival this fictitious festival based on willy wonka and these families are going to this place only to find out it is like there was there was some crazy crazy things that was going on here they took these people money first of all i believe for what i was told that the website did in fact not make any sense they were wording and, and grammar and everything there were some things that was just totally wrong in there but in, in this is the part where i blame the the families because what were they exactly if there were some you know grammar error grammatical errors and stuff like that in there and and in there and stuff didn't make sense why didn't you use critical thinking in this measure to say like wait this doesn't seem right y'all jumped at it just because there was colorful graphics and all the stuff and this is the part i try to explain to people about graphic design and graphic designers and why graphic designers are so important it's because we create the visuals that appeals to that target audience and that's what they did they used ai to create something that appealed to that target audience and it did and here's what i always normally say about that yes we have to create the logos we create the brands we create all that we could create a beautiful depiction that is supposed to represent your brand or product that you're trying to sell to your target audience but the quality of your brand and product needs to live up to the met to the level and quality of that logo graphic promotion whatever it needs to it needs to live up and i've learned over the years that not a lot of clients that i've had really did live up um there were i did have a fair share of people who did eventually but every once in a while there will be a few rotten eggs of a bunch that really didn't know what they were doing they weren't uh, properly prepared they didn't have all the means they just wanted to get the money just like these fire fest these willy wonka people and when these kids went to see this place that was supposed to be like universal studios you know uh or or disney it was like a out from the look of it, it looked like an alleyway they just dumped a bunch of um props in the back waiting to be you know taken away by the trash people um one in particular picture was just i mean i hate to say i hate to laugh at this but it was hilarious um one in particular picture involved a oompa loompa or or an actor dressed as an oompa loompa she looked like she did not want to be there she looked like she was just unenthusiastic at all and on top of this she had what it looks like a meth chemistry set on a table i don't know what the hell that was supposed to be um they were also given like jelly beans or something like it was just it was a disaster it was literally this generation's i hate to say just generation because the fire fest situation wasn't that far behind it wasn't that long ago people are making it seem like it was really that long ago it was not that long ago that the fire festival was um was around and 
fire fraud. Um, that was 2000. It was only 2019 when that happened. You know, that's that was the crazy part. It was this is only 2019. It's 2024, and. This is not the only scam that I've heard. There's been other scams that I've heard before prior to this that people are falling for. Like my question is, why are we still falling for it? You saw this major situation happen. And if you guys recall, that was a disaster. People were stuck in, 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 you know, on a beach or the resort or whatever like that. It was like, they were left with no food to eat. They didn't know when they were getting back. Like that was, to some people, a traumatizing situation. Did you not see the documentary? Did you not see what that manager was about to do to get water? Did you not see all that? Like, come on, people. That doesn't make any sense. And you, what do you do? You're still falling for these same stupid mistakes because all you, you want to have fun. Yes, I want to have fun too, but I want to make sure I do have a great time and it's worth my money. So I'm going to make sure that everything's there. When I create a brand for a company, when I create their website, when I design their logos, I tell them often, especially if they're selling products, if they're promoting a particular event, like maybe a school, maybe, maybe, you know, um, you know, certain products, I always say you need to make sure I, I can, I can only do this. I can only make you look good, but you have to make yourself look good as well and appear just as good. So one of my clients sells furniture. I told her that she needs to make sure that she has photos, actual photos, not stock photos, not stock. Here's the reason why you don't use stock photos for your, for your company people, especially ones, well, more or less stock photos that involves your, that, that like involves, uh, people. Like I'm doing one for a school and I specifically told him, do not use stock photos. You need both of them. You need to have a photographer, a professional photographer, take pictures of everything that you have or everything that you do, because people are going to want to see what you're providing. And the reason why you don't use stock photos involving people, because those people in the stock photos are actors. They're actual actors who may one day or have already been celebrities and made celebrity status. I'll give you an example. I just watched, um, I just watched just the, the uh, Chrissy Teigen and, uh, was it David Chung? The uh, guy who, um, who's, uh, who the show fresh off the boat was based off of. Um, I, they have a show together where they, you know, he, they go to different restaurants and they eat with celebrities and they have co really great conversations. Really awesome show. Really fun show. Simu, Leah. Yes. Uh, Shang-Chi. Uh, he was in one of those episodes and he, t he actually said that he did a lot of gigs before he got to where he was, uh, he ended up being, uh, you know, in, in the Marvel cinematic universe and became Shang-Chi. One of which was that he did Getty images or stock photos. And there is in fact, stock photos out there of, of Simu, uh, Simu Lee in those pictures playing a corporate guy or playing something, uh, something. In so like, if you just happen to use a stock photo and it's of corporate stock photo that you're using, you may come across one 
with Simu Lee on there. If you see an Asian guy just smiling and all this stuff, possibly it's him. And you use it for your website, making it appear as if this is your actual company. You don't do that. These guys are actors. I mean, there are some cases you could use those stock photos, but if you're using it to manipulate, to, to trick people into thinking like, this is your gig. And then you find out like, what the hell is Angela Bassett doing on it on his website? She doesn't work for this company. <laughs> you know, like you gonna get you going you're gonna be exposed. So you gotta be careful. You gotta be careful with doing stuff like that. Like, just if you're gonna if you're gonna do something, if you're gonna create an event, if you're gonna, you know, be a part of something that that you wanna make a difference with, if you're trying to, you know make a name for yourself you got to be legit you've got to be legit at all costs um give you another example I, I, a caribbean festival that i was a part of years ago um they needed a website they needed a logo i gave them all that and of course my contributions allowed them to get a lot of sponsorship because they looked like the part but to their credit they also played the part too we even i even helped them get into a local, a local uh, good day philadelphia segment you know, to really promote that these guys were in and, and legit. I did a promo. For, uh, I did a, uh, a, uh, a promo for them to hype up the deal. Like they backed it up. They backed up their deals. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta be legit people. You got to be legit, like at all costs. Like, and for those who are looking, you gotta be careful. You gotta use critical thinking. You gotta look at this see make sure that they're the actual pictures of this happening before make sure that it's legit you know there are ways to possibly you know do a you do a you know a check a background check on some of these things it's just awful so you know and shout out to the family because those kids i believe their kid those some of those kids were said to be distraught over the fact that this event ended up being the way it is so the parents are now looking to create the event that they were supposed to be. I don't know how they're going to do it. We'll see eventually. Maybe TMZ will pick up on it and the follow up for that. But um, it was it, it was sad. It was sad for the kids. Um, I hope those guys end up going to jail for it, even though I don't see how they can to some extent. I don't know. Um, like it wasn't. First of all, it wasn't in America. And if it was their damn sure probably would have been uh, some lawsuits and some arrests happening. I mean, look what happened to the Firefest guy. I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, it, it was that, that was just wild. That was just wild as hell. So, folks, you know, be sure to make sure that whatever you put yourself into, that is legit. That's pretty much all I got to say about that. All right. Last thing I believe I want to talk about is James Gunn. We talked about. <laughs> we talked about DC films recently. We're going to talk about DC studios, James Gunn's sneak peek at Superman's costume, as well as the new Perry white, uh, that will be playing in the film. So James Gunn went on social media to give fans a glimpse of the new suit for the upcoming film, the S the infamous S on the chest of Superman was revealed the S symbol or hope symbol if you're you know focusing on a dc films version the snyderverse version on his chest i wonder if they're still gonna say that 
the S stands for hope. Because uh, that was definitely a Snyderverse thing. So I don't know if James Gunn is going to continue that or he's just going to say like, dude, it's an S. <laughs> okay. But um, we'll see how he goes with that. But nonetheless, the S on his chest resembles a very familiar version of Superman. Uh, particular, the Kingdom Come suit created by the legendary artist Alex Ross. I can't tell you how many times I almost brought an Alex Ross um you know, uh, work from San Diego Comic-Con. His work is just, it's epic. It is epic, <laughs> okay? Um, if you don't know who Alex Ross is, you're not a comic book fan. And yeah, you just go, go look up Alex Ross art and you'll see some of the most breathtaking, not even illustrations, they're paintings. I don't know how he does what he does and make that into a comic book completely. It's, um, unbelievable um but it, they're they're paying homage to the alex ross kingdom come suit so that's going to be interesting but it said it, uh, this time because if you guys remember the alex ross suit was black the the s on the chest was uh black and red um this will be the same design but it, the color scheme is going to be the traditional uh red and yellow for this so um gun also announced that they have a name change for the movie, um, which formerly was going to be Superman Legacy, and he has now changed it to simply Superman, or you could say James Gunn Superman as well. So that's going to be interesting. As far as Perry White um, in the Superman film, they have a new Superman, uh, and it is actor Wendell Pierce. Uh, we've seen him on plenty different uh, shows and movies and this dude's been around for a long time and they're they're apparently continuing their tradition of keeping Perry White black. So if you guys remember in the Snyderverse version, uh, Lawrence Fishburne was Perry White and he was awesome as Perry White. Uh, I am looking forward to seeing Wendell Pierce get this role because I think this is a major role for him. This guy has been in the game for a long time, but I don't honestly don't believe he's gotten a role in a spotlight this big. And that's a huge deal. Uh, Cause like I said, this guy has been around forever. You've seen him play many different roles. If you've followed his career, he's played a lot of villain roles. Um, he's played a lot of dramatic roles. He's kind of always played a, uh, a, you know, a bad guy in so many different ways. So it would be interesting to see him play this. Most of you saw him on The Wire. He's played on Jack Ryan on other things before. He has a long list of memorable roles that he's played on. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, Brown Sugar. He was on it too. Uh, Ray, you know what I'm saying? You name it. He's been on some big roles. Um, so yeah, this is going to be dope for him. So I'm looking forward to seeing what this is. And also along with joining the rest of the cast there as well, that's already on there. This is going to be great. So I'm looking forward to it. And folks, that will do it for what's new in the world of ACMG. We're going to take a break, come back, and we're going to talk streaming networks. And we're going to talk about what is worth your watch. And, you know, all, we're, we're going to run it down because I actually do have a lot of subscriptions as I looked at this. And we're going to talk about all of that right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto! 
This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go. Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on TalkTimeLive.com. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live. Hey folks, this is Brian O'Halloran. You may know me from such films as Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, and a whole bunch of USQ films. And you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Do it. And now it's time for our talk topic of the week. Ready? Fight! Folks, we are back with our talk topic of the week. No, we're not reviewing a movie this week, but we are checking out the state of streaming apps right now. I've actually subscribed to a, quite a few of these apps. Um, some of them, like only very few are free apps, but other ones are ones that I actually invest in because they're programs that I watch, they're movies I watch on a consistent basis. And I also review these things. Sometimes, sometimes I get inspired to maybe reach out to some of these people in these apps and give my review for that. So I know a lot of you don't subscribe to all of them, or some of you may actually do and don't realize the price that you're paying for them, but we're going to talk about, you know, what apps are out there that I think are worth the money for watch. And we're going to start off and, and just let you know, just let you know, I subscribe to the following Disney plus Netflix, uh, max Hulu Crunchyroll. Uh, I don't do Apple TV, but I do it on occasion. Peacock. I have one because it's a free subscription for a year due to the the, well, I own Xfinity. Uh, I have I have Xfinity uh, internet and cable and all this stuff. So Peacock was a part of that. They are still part of that, at least up until later this year when that will be going. And then there will be a subscription fee for that. Now, will they have enough for me to want to keep the subscription? That's one of the things that we're going to talk about today. Um, also have Retro Crush, uh, Prime Video, Tubi as well. Uh, I don't have Paramount. And that's one of those occasional ones as well. So we'll talk about all that. They're going to start off with Netflix. And this is the one that's been, you know, in, in, in talks for quite a while, because there's always talks of them. There's, there's articles out there right now of them always consistently upping their prices. And I don't know how true that is. I don't, I haven't gotten for every article that I've seen that they were going to up the price. I have not, I've only seen one price hike from them. Uh, for that point, it can only be, but so much at some point. And I'm going to probably go into my Apple account to check out my subscription here real quick. Uh, let's go here. Okay, here we go. Netflix, as we know it, I have the premium, which is 4k and HDR that is going for 22 bucks, um, 22.99 a month. And that gives me the best quality and sound that gives me uh spatial audio that I could have up to four people, you know, on the same network, which is why it's great for my wife when she goes away on uh business trips, if you will. Um, and she could watch it from there, stuff like that. So it, it has a lot, but also Netflix provides a hell of a lot 
of content right now. If you're a movie fan, if you're an anime fan, this Netflix, Netflix, I'm sorry, like people can argue all they want, but Netflix is really giving you your money's worth right now for a lot of reasons. Um, if, especially recently with one piece, um, with, you know, movies like, uh, you know, uh, with the Yu Yu Hakusho deal, like in constant, like if you're an anime fan, Netflix has put in a lot of money into your deal. Oh, they got Brooklyn nine nine on air now. Everybody has Brooklyn nine nine on air, but they just recently added, uh, the adventures of die, which I loved. They just gave us, um, what was that? Uh, you know, avatar, the last airbender, the live action adaptation to that. Um, you know, people like it or don't like it. it I thought it was awesome. And there they got uh code eight. I got to watch this. The Mel brothers on there. You now all of a sudden too, for some reason, Warner brothers is migrating a lot of their content that was exclusive for max onto Netflix. Netflix is getting the rights to have that now too. It's almost debatable at this point. Like if, if not for a few shows and movies that has not made it up here, I would probably not get my uh, keep max at this point, but I'm still, that is debatable. We'll get to that in a sec, but they also have a lot of their own original, you know, shows, uh, the Witcher we got, you know, um, Wednesday, which, uh, you know, it's not only just their original stuff, but a lot of their original shows are really popular shows, uh, that we have, they got original anime. We just finished watching He-Man, uh, the He-Man series. They had the Voltron series as well. Like they have, they put in a lot of content Tekken bloodline that was on there too. So like, again, if you're an anime fan or a movie fan, they are providing you a lot of, you know, a lot of deal. Oh, oh by the way, <laughs> Avatar The Last Airbender is number one in their top 10 right now. Castlevania, you know, they got original anime on there. The Castlevania series has been awesome. Blue Eye Samurai, Arcane, you know, season two's coming, Cyberpunk. I mean, just to name a few, Baki Hamna, Bastard. Um, Jesus Christ, look at all of the original, and it, they're, they're all of the original anime, the Scott Pilgrim anime. Like a lot of my reviews are coming from Netflix right now. So it's hard to argue, you know, whether they deserve Unimusha. You know, I reviewed that last year. There's a lot, if you're an anime fan and oh, I might I say, if you're a comedy fan too, there's a lot of original uh, standups. I actually went to one of the filmings of one of those, uh, the Wanda Sykes uh, Netflix special that they did, uh, which was awesome, hilarious. Going back to anime again, Ultraman, that series that was originally done, Pluto, phenomenal, based on Tetsuya Adam or Astro Boy. Um, they did drop the ball on, uh, on uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. I might say not all of them succeeded. Cowboy Bebop to others have also not not been everybody's favorite. Actually, uh, Yas uh, Yaska. Or Yasuke, I'm sorry, which was uh, based on the actual, you know, the, it was the, based on the history of the, um, of a black samurai that was under the uh, Nobunaga era in that true story, but they had their own, you know, depiction of that on there too. It was a great one. So it's, it's, it's awesome. Plus they also get exclusivities of other things too. They got Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, uh, Resident Evil. I mean, they just got so much content on there. If you like, 
if you're a movie buff, a comedy buff or anime buff, like Netflix is really, you know, say what you will. $22.99 is a lot of money on a monthly basis and it does add up. But are they not giving you what you want? And I believe they are officially giving you what you want. Now, also with that said, they also have a standard 1080p for $15.49 a month. And then they also got $6.99 for the 1080 for the just regular 1080p, but you get ads with that. So, you know, take it for what you will. You're still getting high, you know, high def 10 uh 1080, but you're getting ads with that. So I mean, even to that extent. I still say you're getting a lot. Um, you do get less of opportunities to stream on other platforms with that subscription. Mind you, there are some limitations to that, but nonetheless, you're still getting a lot for that. You're getting some great deals for Netflix in that point. So I, I think owning Netflix is justified, especially for providing what they give you on air. Um, next one, I, I mentioned Peacock and normally on a normal basis, I would say Peacock is not worth it, but they have absolutely been, you know, they've stepped up. I don't think to the nearly to the amount of what Netflix or maybe even Disney plus to that extent. But I mean, again, I've found myself doing getting reviews exclusive from that. I mean, I got to see Oppenheimer exclusively on here. I don't know if that's a flex because I mean, I, if you heard me talk about Oppenheimer, I uh, believe last week or the week before, you know what I think about that. If you're a wrestling fan, if you're a WWE wrestling fan or a wrestling fan of the past, right now, Peacock got you covered because they have, you know, they own the rights to uh, WWE content right now, not just their content, but a lot of the library from, you know, wrestling's past because WWE owns the library of ECW, world-class championship wrestling, um, the old NWA, the Crockett NWA stuff, the AWA stuff, like they own it all. They own all the library. Here's the problem that you're going to have. In a by October, I believe, a lot of this stuff is going to be leaving Peacock. A lot of WWE stuff is going to be leaving Peacock. Because um, if you guys remember Netflix, <laughs> going back to Netflix, Netflix just, it just, you know, bought the rights to you know wwe raw for five billion dollars not only just raw but you're also going to get a lot of the content with it like if you're outside of the u.s um your chances are netflix is going to have all of that content all of the library that i just talked about it's coming there and eventually all that content will be leaving peacock as well and i think at that point it's going to all go to netflix so netflix may be the central hub for WWE at this point. So TKL really did a Nick Khan did a really great job in terms of making that deal for Netflix, getting a Netflix deal out there for them. And luckily they were able to keep that deal, especially after the Vince McMahon situation and the Brock Lesnar situation there. So, but even without WWE, they've had some great stuff. Ted, the series, you know, Seth MacFarlane's uh, new show based on the, the movie that show is hilarious um twisted metal i didn't think i had that that show had no business being as good as it has been in there too so you got that um let me look at my stuff real quick so uh kevin hart has invested a lot of um 
you know shows in here some really good shows that he put together in here um so i watched that you get bel-air at the time was was hot i hope bel-air comes back i really do hope bel-air comes back because that was such a hot show for this thing and it got people watching it heavily um so there's a, there's some great great content in here they got also exclusive movies too and if you're a stan lee fan like i am and yes disney plus has their own stan lee uh documentary that they came out last year i believe and it was great but the original documentary that they did when he was still alive with great power the stan lee story is on here exclusively i highly recommend watching that if you if you if you have peacock um it is Aside from the one that Disney, that Disney um, and Marvel Studios did, this one is absolutely great as well. Um, this was the originally the best Stanley telling because it actually has footage of him in here and he's talking about it. And they, they filmed it when he was still alive and they filmed it, you know, while he was alive. Not only when he was alive, his wife, his wife is in there. You get to see those two gel together. And this is such a beautiful, beautiful telling. And, um, you know so i mean he was filming this while you know exclusively like he was all aware of this and they it was awesome so um that's on air as well but like yeah man uh the carol Burnett show too i mean come on <laughs> that if you're a classic comedy buff like i am like you got it so peacock does kind of give you uh you know they justify getting a subscription for them because they got a lot of things exclusive things that make you want to get it so if you're like into the things that i'm into like wrestling and some comedy like situations and some some exclusives they and, and also like um a lot of the shows that nbc has you know if you watch a lot of nbc shows maybe for those who watch saturday night live and all that stuff um you get that stuff next day you get to see that stuff you know next day just like the way hulu does it as well so really justified to that and i what is the price because i don't know the uh let me see uh peacock let me see subscription price let's see what okay so it is 5.99 per month and for the premium option which is no ads and all the stuff uh you get 11.99 per month i do believe i have there i have the 5.99 one per month and it does show ads depending on if it's a movie they usually show the ads before the movie and if it's a tv show they usually show it in the middle or something like this but it, it does have ads on there so i believe we're getting the 599 feature right now and then shortly after um when netflix is i mean uh, xfinity is completely off we'll end up just having to pay for it but i think peacock for me is going to be that is going to be that subscription i'm just going to pay every you know i'm I'm just going to pay like when something like the second season of um twisted metal when that comes out i'll jump on it's just going to be an occasional one for me um all because once the wrestling is gone and goes to wwe or whatever like that i may jump it well actually no that's that's true because the the uh their their pay-per-views or ple's are also on there so i might keep it <laughs> i may keep it because now i'm watching wwe again now that the darkness the dark clouds is somewhat away i'm watching wwe again and the ple is still something worth getting at least until it moves to netflix so as a wrestling wwe um watcher right now i'm not going to say fan watcher right now 
I am may keep it just for that real. So if you're if you're a wrestling WWE fan and a wrestling historian and buff like that, it, it it's worth keeping around. Plus all the other content I mentioned here too. Disney Plus, I am absolutely I watch on a consistent basis. I am a Marvel fan. I'm a, not only a Marvel Studios fan, I'm a Marvel Comics fan and a lot of the content that they have I grew up with. So, um I it, I thoroughly enjoy what they have here. So I'm going to look that up too. Okay. Um, so I'm looking at my app right now. And not only I, why I think this is worth it, because if you're a Disney fan, if you're a Marvel fan, if you're a Star Wars fan, this has everything you want here. And then, and then more. I mean, they also got National Geographic content for those who like that. Um, they got Hulu. They're connected with Hulu. So if you have your Hulu connection and stuff, it's on here. Oh, Rise of the Super Sur uh, Silver Surfer is back on there too. Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer. It wasn't there for a minute. It's back now. So that's on here. But I I watch it solely, mostly for the for the Marvel stuff. I mean, Disney stuff is like secondary, and then the Star Wars to me is third. Like I'm I'm a fan of Star Wars, but and I'll do wa definitely watch the Mandalorian and all this stuff. Um, but they got so much to offer. It's hard to deny not owning a Disney plus subscription. Cause you know, and again, Disney plus, when Disney plus came in, it lit a fire under Netflix and Netflix had, they, they, cause they were kind of falling off a bit. Now, man, they are, they, Netflix has been on a, on point with a lot of the content that they provide, but Man, if you're a Marvel fan, how do you not, how do you not like what uh, Disney is giving you? I mean, just like from the from the entire lineup of Marvel cinematic uh, movies that we've been getting on top of that, the Marvel cinematic series, say what you will about some of them. I, I for one, loved Moon Knight. I love Miss Marvel. I enjoyed Echo. Um, you know, I enjoyed a lot of the content that they provided, but also they give you more of the past stuff, like the animation Marvel's what if series. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to it. Um, they're about to come out with, Oh, X-Men 97 is coming very soon. Folks, mind you, um, moon girl and devil dinosaur. I've really enjoyed for those like that. You know, I mean, they, they've gotten on a ball with a lot of the stuff that they had, but you also get you know, if you grew up with a lot of the Marvel shows like I have, you get the old Spider-Man cartoon from the 80s. You get the old Fantastic Four show from the 90s and the 2000s. Um, a lot of the stuff that came out from the 90s is there. All the Spider-Man cartoons are on air. The Iron Man cartoon on air, um, which is great. Both Avenger cartoons, like you get a lot of animated stuff. Some good, some bad. Like I wasn't a fan of Spider-Man Unlimited, but it's in here. <laughs> it is in here indeed. Um, the old Spider Woman cartoon, which was a class. You know, I still don't understand. They have the Incredible Hulk uh, series on here, but not the one from the 80s. I never understood why they did not add that on on here. And I uh, thought that was, I think that's just interesting. It's also interesting. They don't. They, they're celebrating the Fantastic Four. They gave the Tim Story movies is on here, but not the recent one. That's that's weird. Um, but it's on here. So, I mean, there's a lot of content on here. But again, I mean, 
Disney Plus provides a lot. Now, I think their pricing is justified and pretty a little bit more reasonable than Netflix, mind you. It is $13.99 per month or $139 a year, which I think it might be a little bit more cheaper if you do the annual. Of course, if you just do it all in lumps, lump sum and you don't pay with uh, for ads, if you do want to um, you want to go cheaper and pay for ads is $7.99 per month uh, with ads. So, you know, it is what it is, but I think that they definitely have justified the means of price per content they provide. And they, man, God, how do they not? They provide so damn much. Um, Hulu's another thing. Um, I have a Hulu account too, which I don't have the connection to it because it's like when you do the connection that the bundle, you're not getting everything with the bundle. You're just getting the one with the ads. Um, and then on top of that, I believe you don't get everything like the exclusives and all the stuff too, but you know, they're connected because Disney owns Fox and Disney owns, um, you know, Disney and all that stuff too. A lot of that content gets, you know, pretty much more, you know, assimilated in. Um, if you watch a lot of the ABC stuff, it's in here. Uh, like the Connors and all the stuff like the TV shows not dead yet. Shout out to Molly Flanagan. Who's on that show playing, you know, the, the role of Tina hilarious. Um, so, you know, if you, if you miss out on watching any of those shows, you know, per day, because there's so much to watch Hulu got you covered. Literally you get to watch. Like, I don't always get the chance to watch not dead yet. Sometimes I DVR it. Sometimes I just watch it the next day or, you know, Abbott elementary, um, you know, shows like that, I get to watch it there. Their exclusives are also really great too. They got a lot of exclusive uh, stuff in there too. Um, I, I think it's justified. I think it's justified. And then also they have their uh, exclusive anime as well. They got anime exclusives on air deals too. And they're somehow the only company right now that can have both Dragon Ball Super and Naruto Shippuden in English. So we even Crunchyroll right now does not have those two. Like they have exclusive rights. Not only that, there is anime in here that even Crunchyroll doesn't have. Um, Toriko in English is on here. They have quite a bit. Like in, in this Crunchyroll saying a lot. They have a lot. They Hulu has Bleach, the Thousand Year War exclusive to um to hulu exclusive it's not anywhere else it's exclusive to hulu so you know if you're a fan of bleach like i am they have that they have that exclusivity right now um i think they have yashihime but yashihime is on air too which is like the spinoff to uh uni uh uh what is it the spinoff to um uh god what is that damn anime uh umi you know, I'm gonna go. I'm going to freaking. I'm I'm absolutely freaking going to. Uh, oh, Inuyasha, Inuyasha. <laughs> so I was I'm trying to mix um, Unimusha and Inuyasha together, but no, two totally different. You know, animes based on you know until. But there's they have a lot of anime as well that is exclusive to them and anime that is in English too. Um, I believe Naruto, the Naruto spinoffs are also in there. Barto um, is also English as well. So if you like to dub anime stuff, they have a lot of it on air too. Um, Funimation, I should add, when we get to the Crunchyroll part, it's still up. 
and they're about to close out too. And they do also have some of the English dubbed anime on there too, but that's about to go out too. But, um, right now Hulu has a great selection of anime plus TV shows and movies that they have on there right now as well. So, um, it's, I, every once in a while, I tend to go back to Hulu to see if it is worth keeping around, but it, it you know, I find that it, it, it is right now. So for some, it, you know, for some people, it may not actually be worth it in a sense because they don't have, you know, they have other means of getting the shows that they want. Um, they don't have as many exclusive content or anime as good as Netflix or Disney would have, mind you. But it is a connection because Disney owns Hulu as well. So they do as well as ESPN. <laughs> they own that too. So they kind of bundle those together. I'm not a big, I'm not that much of a sports fan like that. And I, I haven't watched the recent, the current UFC in a long time. So I don't really feel like I, if put like this, if they, if, if ESPN, if ESPN, which I don't subscribe to ESPN plus started doing what WWE did in terms of putting all their pay-per-views on there and make it available to watch as a PLE rather than a pay-per-view, um, which PLE for those who don't know is premium live event, which is a term that WWE came up with, um, as cause you're not watching pay-per-view their pay-per-views anymore. All their pay-per-views are being streamed online for free as a part of the deal that they provide. If, if UFC did that too, I would probably invest more in ESPN cause I wouldn't mind watching MMA to, I mean, uh, UFC to that measure, but I'm, I, I can't see myself when they started making monthly pay-per-views and stuff like that and started over which people are still paying for mind you they're making tons of money off it i'm not one of those people who just you know that's too much that is way too much uh i probably i wouldn't be watching you know um wwe as much if they did that either i'll probably just get royal rumble and wrestlemania and all that stuff by itself but i don't have to do that because it's all a part of the deal um I believe who else is doing that? Somebody else. AEW right now. They're starting to do more oversaturated pay-per-views, and I'm not getting them all. I'm only getting the original, maybe four that they've done. Like tonight, I'm doing AEW Revolution with Boris. I'm not investing in a pay-per-view every year because every month, because there's 60 bucks a month. That's that that's a lot after a while. That that, that that's a lot. And yeah, that's I can't do them all. But Hulu right now, I, I get the premium with that too. And um, I believe that's like 79 a year with that one. So right now, Hulu to me is still for me worth it because of what um, I'm able to get out of it and what they're able to do with it. I don't get any ads off of the content that I get and they do have some things in there, but it, I don't think it's as good as, I mean, it's, it's, on, a, it's on a means of, I may, here's, here's what might happen with Hulu. I may get off it because I can just DVR a lot of the shows from there, but they do have some original content that I do like on there that I'd normally jump into, but not enough for me to justify continuing to pay. So the only way 
I would do it is if I get off cable and go back to cutting the cord. But I just learned later on, it's like, it's no point in cutting the cord because they don't charge me much for the cable. It, they as much as they do the internet and they just add the cable onto it because it's not the value of cable these days is not as good but there's still some great stuff on cable as well uh so it's it's i i still say it's worth it but not as much as the first as, as netflix and and uh disney is like to me disney and netflix are the heavy hitters in terms of that but what hulu does have is live tv and if I leave cable to go to live TV it would only be because the, I, I would have a better internet. Um, you know, I would probably just pay internet only and just pay off for that. But they give me a deal and that's their, you know, that's their situation is they give me a deal off of that. So I don't normally necessarily need live TV. And I got to make sure that live their live TV provides all the Viacom channels as well. So that plays a factor there too. Paramount plus I, do not invest in unless there's one particular or two particular shows that I do want to see, but I don't invest in it for the entire, the entire situation. Um, the only time I invested in Paramount plus was to watch the, who the halo uh, series, which now I, I will not watch it for the halo. Cause I did not, I didn't, I didn't, it was okay. It, as a sci-fi series, it was okay. Um, I know there's a lot of Halo fans out there that from the game series that didn't like it. Um, I liked it as a series in itself, but not enough for me to pay a monthly fee for. So I'm the type of person, like if it comes out and they can give you all the episodes, or I believe it was like a weekly episodic deal. So I'll wait till the series ends before me to just jump in and just binge the whole thing. Um, that's pretty much where I'm at with that situation. Otherwise it is $6 per month, 60 a year and an ad free version or at 12 months, uh, for the, for the, uh, free plan or uh, the plan with the showtime included it's 12 bucks a month. Like, nah, this is one of those ones I'll casually jump onto. And for reason being, because coming soon is the knuckle series. So that knuckle series is coming out and I will eventually jump on for that because i do want to see the knuckle series so i will put in like six bucks for a month for it but i believe the knuckle series is going to be episodic so i'll have to wait until the end for that to do it and then jump in that way i could binge through for a month and watch it but i don't paramount plus doesn't have enough for me to jump on to because a lot of what they provide is stuff that's already on netflix and already on hulu and already on um, I mean, they have some exclusive stuff, but it, it, the, the, the shows that they have is just not enough for me to want to jump onto. Um, they, I mean, it's just like, I will, I really invest in watching some of the shows like, um, the Bass Reef show, um, that looks awesome. It looks pretty cool. Um, I do like David, uh, Oyo, uh, Lowell for, I believe he's from, he was from, um, He's the cat from, uh, uh, oh, what is that show? I'm just, I'm blurking. I'm just, oh my God. What did he play in? Uh, he played on, um, not, he, yeah, he was Selma. He was, he was on Selma. He was on, uh, but wasn't he on, um, Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm blurring out or I could not, I could be wrong. He was not in that movie. 
No, I just remember him from, I mean, from that series. I just remember him from um, from Selma, mostly. I mean, he's pretty good, but not enough for me to really want to watch that. Like, there's not enough content, you know, for me personally, that I would watch on air. So, but people may actually have shows that they watch. And I just feel like a lot of the shows that they have on air right now, it's just, it's not enough for me to want to jump on to. And that's just me personally. I mean, you guys may have shows that you want to watch on here. I just, for me, nah, not enough. Um, Max, on the other hand, does. Uh, Max is basically HBO. Now, I know, which is, this is so stupid. Max basically is HBO Max. But they, the guy who's heading HBO it doesn't like HBO. However, I find that it's implied in the logo because the logo has imagery that looks like HBO. The A in the logo is exactly like the uh, B in HBO in there. So it, it's crazy. Um, but with that said, I do like a lot of what a lot of the series that they provide and they do provide some original content on here that you may not get anywhere else. Uh, first of all, like I said, a lot of a lot of the HBO shows are on here. I don't own HBO. I never own HBO, but you get to see Game of Thrones. You get to see, um, you know, a lot of, you know, the DC films that are on here. Uh, Aquaman and the La Lost Kingdom is on here now for those who for a lot of the people who didn't go see it in the theaters it is on here now um oh they got deadpool it's, that's interesting um but a lot of the you know again a lot of the dc content on here which is now migrating over to netflix right now is there um i don't know what their, their, their deal is right now i i do watch bill maher <laughs> so you can't get that on there clone high is also on here you can't get that on um that deal as well. I believe Rick and Morty is exclusive to that Kirby or enthusiasm, stuff like that. Um, Ninja Kamai, a lot of the adult swim shows, because it's all Warner brothers based. A lot of adult swim shows is on air, which I got to watch a new episode of Ninja, uh, Kumai, um, which has been awesome. I don't know who came up with this, with this show, but this show is dope. If you have not watched that anime, which comes on, uh, adult swim at like 12 at night. I don't watch it at 12 at night. Cause I go to, I try to, I force myself to go to bed now, even with me playing fit, uh, fantasy, uh, uh, final fantasy, uh, seven, re um, rebirth. I force myself to go to bed now. Uh, but that show comes on at a time when I officially just, you know, go to bed. Um, so I watch it the next day on, on, um, there. So, um, oh, by the way, I never mentioned, the fact that um comedian legendary comedian richard lewis just passed away um last week you know rest in peace to him he was one of my favorite not me favorite comedians i watched all his hbo specials which i hope that they put on here i have not I, he's more now lately famous for being on curb your enthusiasm um with larry david and rightfully show he's also remembered for being on um the classic robin hood men in tights he was king richard he was phenomenal in that movie. Deservedly so should be in that movie. But go find Richard Lewis's stand-up. It is awesome. Rest in peace. And um, my thoughts and prayers to all friends, family, 
and fans of Richard Lewis. But Curb Your Enthusiasm is exclusively on uh, HBO uh, or Max right now, so you can check it out there. But they also have some really great content documentaries, TV shows. They got a whole section for D not only DC, but Cartoon Network, had, uh, Delt Swim, and Studio Ghibli, which is only on Max. If you're a fan of Spirited Away, House, Castle, Prince Mononoke, Ponyo, all the classics is on here right now. And um, that new anime should be on here as well pretty soon. That new anime that just came out um, in theaters that was that had a huge cast of people, forgot the name of it, it's on here, but you can check it out now. Uh, you get to see shows like Adventure Time on here as well, Steven Universe, stuff like that. Like you can only get to see on Max right now. So I love the Max network, um, streaming network. Um, they charge you uh, $15.99 without ads, which is ad free and all this stuff right up per month, uh, $150 you know, a year. Um, you pay it once, you don't have to deal with it for the next year. Uh, with ads is $9.99. Is it worth your money? Yes, I would say yes. Um, if you're a fan of Studio Ghibli, if you're an anime, you know, otaku, and you love that type of anime, they have the entire lineup, and it's you're nobody. I mean, no other streaming network has that library. They have exclusive to remember when I said on the last segment, how much other streaming networks have invested in acquiring anime. Studio Ghibli is a big, it's big with anime fans. And you, you you're going to, you're going to want to have it just for that. If you love those movies and there's a lot of, there's a huge fan base for those movies in the world of anime. You're going to jump on this for that alone. And then on top of that, if you're a DC comics fan or a DC fan alone, they got all, I mean, Netflix does have a lot of these shows. Now they, they've provided a lot of these, um, a lot of these, uh, animated movies from DC, which are awesome, uh, and series, but not all of them. There's still some shows like Batman animated series, um, is not on air yet. Justice league unlimited is on air, which still arguably one of the greatest one of the greatest anime uh animated comic book series of all time arguably arguably um the watchman is on here like you get a lot on here um which i'm still perple perplexed as to why they've allowed netflix to have it because like you're taking away your exclusivity from it and now you can see some of this um if not like it, that's including movies i mean the zack snyder's justice league is not on it yet but you there's some movies that are on netflix right now that was once exclusive to this but in terms of just the entire lineup of dc films uh dc uh i mean max does provide way more content in the dc realm than they have uh they only gave them a few shows but not all of them at the moment but you know what i'm saying like I don't know. That's that's playing with fire, Warner Brothers. That is really playing with fire. I, nobody knows. Maybe because they not getting, they're not. I believe they're not getting as much money for these, um, for the subscription. Their subscription base is not as big as what it was. So, I guess lending some of their content out to Netflix is helping to that case to helping to keep 
you know, money to that case. Cause I'm, I'm pretty sure, um, I am pretty sure that they're not getting as much money as, you know, people would think on there. But to me, I think they have legs to stand on in terms of, you know, giving you, providing you with enough to really enjoy here. So I, I, I'm going to put them, I think Netflix gets my number one right now. Disney plus is really close to that. Number two, Max is the number three for me. Uh, so I would definitely say that number four will probably be Crunchyroll <laughs> to me. Uh, Crunchyroll is right now the biggest, like, like literally it's the biggest streaming app for, for, um, for anime right now, bar none, absolutely bar none, mostly because they bought the rights to Funimation and, or fun. Actually, I'm sorry. Funimation brought the rights to Crunchyroll, but strangely enough, they're more, they're merging and they're keeping the Crunchyroll name, despite the fact it's Funimation that is actually bought them over. Um, I don't know, but what we're getting now, what we were, what we weren't getting before Crunchyroll, it, Crunchyroll and Funimation, for those who don't remember, it was the two biggest anime based companies and rightfully so Crunchyroll will be exclusive to people who just like subs. Funimation provided, meanwhile, Funimation provided both subs and dubs. And a lot of it was the same, but turns out, you know, the, the argument <laughs> between subs and dubs, dubs won because it turns out Funimation was getting way more subscribers uh, than, than Crunchyroll. Why? Because they had dubs and subs, which tells you the fact that Funimation bought Crunchyroll tells you, not the other way around, tells you that people favorite dubs over subs. That, that was telling alone. So, but out of respect, Crunchyroll still staying with the, with the brand. They are still keeping the Crunchyroll brand, but what they're doing also is migrating the entire Funimation library over to Crunchyroll, which they were, we thought that they were going to do a long time ago, but now, uh, I think if I remember correctly by April, all of it is officially going to finally be on Crunchyroll and all the Funimation subscribers are going to have to go and get Crunchyroll. They're also trying to troubleshoot the issue with people who for some reason bought digital from, from Crunchyroll. And they're, they're I basically, I think the thing is that they're going to, um, make sure that you're allowed to get ownership of that content from other platforms, which I told people a long time ago, like, it doesn't matter. You bought the content. You can just, you can get somehow you, you could even go to torrent sites, download the, the actual files of the movies that you brought and store them in a hard drive and you will not get penalized for it or punished because you have proof that you purchased that content. So now the Funimation is in Crunchyroll are looking to help make sure that you, you know, maybe get it, you know, you have ownership from it, from Apple TV or, um, or, you know, Apple, um, you would Apple TV plus or something like that, or, or, or voodoo or whatever. They're, they're going to make sure that you get acquired that content again. But honestly, the only reason why people are crying because they're not, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm gonna say this. A lot of the, a lot of people are tech savvy. And because of that, they don't know how to go about getting that content that they own. 
there are so many ways you can if you understand if you if you understand how to you know utilize the internet you can acquire your content when you have blu-ray disc they provide you usually sometimes with the digital content for you to download onto your hard drive anyway uh legally there are legal actual ways for you to get that content because you bought that content to own that content so you should be able to have it which is why i've always liked to have digital content that you own and not rely on streaming network that you have to get from a server you should be able to own that content as well you should be able to download if you purchase that content to be watched over for multiple times you should be able to also be able to download the file on your hard drive to own bar none and if it, something happens to the company you still you have the receipt you still should be able to have ownership of that deal and nobody should fault you for it so but it is but in terms of anime like yeah i yeah uh crunchyroll is my main thing mostly because i interview a lot of these people me this is me for particular but i mean as you know i'm an anime fan i also not only interview these people i know some of these people who are involved in these things so i'm also going to support this immediately this is my whole entire thing but you i'm if you're an anime fan it's no way in hell that you're not going to be a crunchyroll subscriber but if you don't if you really can't afford it and that's fine you can still get it with ads and still be able to get us deal with that but as i'm looking at my tv right now and i'm watching um anime on air as we speak you can get crunchyroll which is a network that is completely free it's an anime, it's an anime um, streaming app that not only shows anime, but it shows some of the classic old school anime that you all grew up with, that we grew up with during the tape trading era. This company does provide a subscription fee though. If you, I mean, they, they do what it, what it is. Um, I, I have it for free. And I, at one point I did do a subscription base because, you know, they do provide some exclusive you know old school anime that you know you may want to check out but if not they have two things because they've gotten bigger since i since i've started watching them they now have a live tv um streaming on a constant basis which is why which i'm watching now um on my screen they it's a really awesome live tv stream like if you got a smart tv like if you own samsung and you have a smart samsung tv they have an app or they or it's in your um their live tv strategy you could watch the channel all the time but if you want to watch the subscription based stuff which does have some exclusive old school content i believe it's like five bucks a month for it and that's not bad and not only do you get uh ad free but you get you know just watch some other old school anime and i i would say download it just for the hell of it i mean because if you didn't grow up with anime like some of us did during the tape trading era and during the 80s and all this stuff you get to watch a lot of cool anime and watch anime as it was leading up to what it is now like kimba the white lion and astro boy and you know a lot of cool you know uh what is it um you know messenger z and all that stuff and like or transor z is what we know in it in the states and stuff like that and you get to watch a lot metabots plays exclusively on this channel okay Meta, freaking metabots is my ish okay i loved 
loved watching that show before I headed off to um, school or college or whatever like that. Like, I really, really enjoyed that show. Um, but they got some stuff in there that you won't see in other, like not even on Crunchyroll. You just won't. So definitely want to go and check out Retro Crust. And it's free. You can absolutely watch it, you know, for free and enjoy it for free. And the ads, honestly, it, it doesn't, it, I, the ads don't do anything for me. I mean, the ads don't affect me. It don't hurt me. Like, and they, they mostly show the progressive ads and they, they're usually funny as hell anyway. So I don't mind watching that at all. So go out of your way. Last one I want to talk, last two I want to talk about is Prime Video, which, all right, Prime Video for me, it's like, there. at one point, there was a time when you didn't realize that they were charging you, like you were wondering like, okay, we're paying $90 a month. I mean, I'm sorry, not in a month. We're paying $90 a year just for the shipping, just for the two day shipping. No, it turns out we were provided all this content that we didn't know about at the time because you know, they didn't have as good amount of shows as they do now. Oh my God. They have come up. Prime video has come a long, long, long way from what they were before. Um, just looking at the lineup right now, they got the exclusive shows that they got right now on here. Um, where are we at here? Mr. Um, Mr. And Mrs. Smith, which is like, um, Donald Glover's new, uh, show, um, based on a movie is now on here. They got God, uh, the boys, which has been awesome. Invincible. Mrs. Maisel, I mean, you name it. Like they got some really awesome exclusive shows that are playing right now on air. And um, they have justified majorly for that. I mean, granted, we were all just thought that we were paying for, um, oh, is this for real? Sorry folks, I'm just, oh my God. They also, oh, mind you, they've also merged with this other company called um, Freevee which also has their own free shows like Pluto TV and all the stuff, which is another free network of shows that you can watch. Um, I watch freebie because they got the original night court on there <laughs> and I love the show night court. But now also I just saw the original legend of Zelda cartoon is now free on here. Now it has ads, but it's still free. You can watch it on, um, prime video. I mean, if you're a fan of Jack Ryan, stuff like that, it's all on here, man. And they got a lot of free shows. They got, they got, um, prime shows as you can watch Gen V as well, which is on here that you go. It, it's not even just like free, like exclusive shows. But again, these are really hot commodity shows. The new, uh, uh, when the boys come back, trust me, we're going to be talking. We're going to be talking on the show. Best believe. Um, but then he also get a, exclusive rights to other shows as well. So I, it's hard to say it's not worth it because not only do you get really cool quality TV shows, they got their own exclusive anime lineup too, mind you, that you can watch here. Not as, not as deep as Netflix or not as deep as, um, Crunchyroll, of course, but they have their lineup. They do credit to them. They, we got new neon Genesis Evangelion shows from them and with the original cast. So they, they, uh, they got, they got on the ball with that. So kudos to them on that, but you get that plus free, you know, two day shipping or two, sometimes one day shipping of items from Amazon. It's the least they could do. So yeah, they, they've, it's, it's safe to say that they weren't 
our money on a monthly basis for, for that or a yearly basis because it's usually like a yearly subscription of um of that as well so you know kudos to them last one i want to talk about is apple tv plus i don't subscribe to them I only subscribe to them only when it's a must-see movie like the last time i or when i buy a new ipad or you know um we get a new macbook or something like that and they give us a free subscription it's the only time i get it but the only time i paid for a month subscription was to see the tetris movie which was absolutely worth it um i think that movie got snubbed majorly for an oscar it should have been at least nominated people really slept on that but other than that it's a bunch of movies for i i hate to say it for those who don't like marvel movies and don't like the hype of marvel movies they go to apple uh, tv plus it is like for snob for like movie snobs it literally is it's not to say they don't have any good content but i when i tried it was like i like i'm not into any of the stuff that they're putting in but it's for all of those martin scorsese fans who just does not care for the marvel movies and guess what you gotta you got a space and apple provides it and it's not to say that it's not good it's just not for me um it will be and it's not to say that the shows are, aren't good like tat lasso show i heard was great um there's they got a lot of great shows on there that new show that um jennifer aniston's on but like again they're they have an agenda i feel like they have an agenda with they were they refused to try to they refused to want to go the marvel or netflix route of creating shows that will appeal to those fans because their brand right now is is the martin scorsese mentality of of fans who just like they don't want the superhero stuff they don't want the action hero stuff they just want dram quality dramatic tv and that's fine there needs to be some a platform for all of them and it's not to say i don't jump on it like i said if they have something much like they do with um with tetris and make original movies like that i'll jump on so apple tv plus for me is an occasional thing it is absolutely an occasional thing um it's just you know it is what it is but i i overall for me these streaming networks all of them in their own way stepped up um whether they cater to other people but they or, or they just you know cater to a lot of people all of these guys you know somebody a lot of them have warranted your money and this is the reason why i'm hanging on to some of them right now um the state of streaming networks and what they're providing has is a lot better than what they were um some years ago even five even almost five years ago five to eight years ago maybe almost a decade ago mind you i think because i think we had this conversation before and you know and um episodes ago i'm pretty sure if i look into the archives i'm pretty sure i definitely did this show before and asked was this worth your money i would say now more than ever they're they're worth your money they're providing netflix more than netflix and disney plus more than all of them to me and then third maybe max maybe but i would put netflix and uh, disney plus alone if you if i had to get rid of all of these all of these subscriptions netflix and disney would have to be my stay it just for me personally i think they just provide a hell of a lot uh of content and i could last off of for a long time maybe hulu <laughs> to some extent maybe um 
but Disney Plus, I think Netflix are the kings right now. And uh, so, you know, if you can definitely jump on these, there's a lot to jump onto. You know, there, you got to pick it a litter. But if I'm going to if I'm going to give my base of who gives you more, I'm giving it a tie between Netflix and Disney Plus right now. So there you have it, folks. That will do it for this edition of Talk Time Live. I hope you guys enjoyed it, um, and I hope you, hope I helped you. You know, make this better decisions on your streaming life in the future. But we will be back with some more news and maybe another movie review. There's going to be some. March is coming with some really good movies coming. Uh, I haven't just looked at it to find out what I'm going to watch and what I'm going to review, but. I know there's a lot coming, so stay tuned for that much, much more. Of course, in the world of gaming, we definitely are going to be talking about a lot. Oh, this week is going to be crazy. Um, not only am I going to review Final Fantasy VII, we're, we're just going to celebrate it. It's not even a review. It's just going to be a celebration. Let me tell you, I'm so knee deep in that right now and enjoying the ride of what could be the possible game of the year. And I don't know what is going to top this. I'm only like damn near halfway into the, to the game. I don't know. I think I'm in chapter eight right now. I don't know what's going to top this because there's so much to do. Here. And I got to finish this before WWE 2K24 comes out, which is just about maybe two days from now. So I got to get going after the show and do that. And then me and Boris are going to review that probably the week after guarantee definitely the week after we're going to give our thorough thoughts on that because we got to jump on that there's so much to cover with wwd2k as well the, the universe mode the new story mode um the new features that they have you know how's this game coming off the fact that vince mcmahon is not going to be in the game it's going to be talked about um it's just great um now that doesn't mean every mcmahon is out just those two at least for now so we'll see but nonetheless i, I got to see what they're how they're going to do the 40 years of WrestleMania without him. Like this dude has been a big part of all that, man. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with this whole thing and, and much, much more. So I'm looking forward to talking about that with Boris coming very soon, along with our next guest. Again, um, the guys behind Game Heads is going to be on the show. We just got to pinpoint which day is going to be in the week. And uh, we're going to definitely check it out and enjoy all of that so stay tuned for that much much more if you like this episode and every episode of acmg presents talk time live and talk time live extra select start go check out all of our content on the official website at talktimelive.com that's where all of our audio episodes our video exclusive interviews uh that we've had on the show and i've been privileged to have on the show it's all there for you to find easily on that uh, deal as well as some great content on the blog section as well uh, that I keep updating whenever I can and you can check out like exclusive footage from New York Comic Con Fan Expo uh, interviews that I've had um, from there as well too uh, written interviews that I've had with people who couldn't you know do it uh, an actual video because the language barriers were there so we managed to do something there but there's some video game interviews there too um, that you can check out, but in some other things that I've done too. So there's a lot of great fun content on talk time live. Also my, my repop panels as well with, um, anime cast. You could all check out on talktimelive.com. If you want to check out the show on your favorite podcast platforms, whether you're in the office on the road or whatever, 
you can check out on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn, Audible, Pocket Cast, Pandora, where everywhere where podcasts are played. Just check out their search engine and type in ACMG presents Talk Time Live and you subscribe and keep us going and keep us growing from there. So guys, thank you again. That'll do it for myself as I am going to go back into Final Fantasy seven rebirth and then later on for aew revolution uh after party for, uh, as a part of sunday night's main event on tsn radio and news talk with my man boris roberto aguilar so stay tuned for all that and that'll do it for me on behalf of myself this is dak xavier josiah saying learn to let go live life and love all things anime comics movies and games this is acmg presents talk time live i am out of here take care and you guys have a great day enjoy that sun out here in philly Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.